Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And we are coming to you from the Mo Betta's broadcast booth. Mo Betta's, where the teriyaki steak and chicken are marinated to perfection and served with your choice of brown or white rice. Don't forget the mac salad. Fans, Hawaiian food comes from a diverse mixture of cultures and food preparation styles. You get all the best at Mo Betta's. Well, BYU's been a little better in half number two. They're down three, 13 to 10. It's a battle of trends right now. BYU in trailing after three quarters in the Sitake era, two and 17. That's not great. But when BYU's turnover free, as they are tonight, they're seven and one in the Sitake era. And that's really good. So which will win out here? Being clean, if they, if they can stay clean, that is, through 15 more minutes. Or will the fact they're having to play from behind be too much to overcome? It's only three points, though, and there's a lot of time left to do it. Fifteen minutes on the clock. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, your commentary tandem up top. We've got Mitchell Jurgens on the field on a warm but pleasant night in Knoxville. And Jason Shepard is our studio host. That's your broadcast crew here at Neyland Stadium. Heck of a game. Low-scoring game. And again, historically, or at least recently, Riley, BYU's not winning these kind of low-scoring grinders. They've had, they've had to score to win. Uh, and I noted already a couple of times that when they don't get to at least 21, it's a long losing streak. Can they flip the script? And re- remember, they were in SEC country and beat Ole Miss in the first game of Independence, 14 to 13. That required a big defensive, uh, a big defensive play by Kyle Vanoy and Danny Sorensen uh, that turned the tides. And uh, yeah, and and then a, and then another big special teams play we made in that game, but. Last week, Tennessee gave up 17 points to Georgia State in the second half. So this is not a team that has proven it can finish out a team in the fourth quarter. So, Sorry, 17 points in the fourth quarter. So hopefully the Cougars can replicate that. Huge play here. Tennessee's in scoring territory. Third and three at the BYU 33, leading by three. First play of quarter number four, stretch handoff to Ty Chandler. First down and more. Ty Chandler got the legs churning and enough momentum to spill him past the line to gain inside the 30 to the 27. Tennessee trying to make it a two-score game again. BYU trying to hold to a field goal attempt. Field goal miss. Turnover would be great. Keep them out of the end zone however you can do it and keep it a one-score game. Backtracking to that horse collar ruling a few moments ago. J.J. Nwigwe caught some jersey, if not horse collar, of a runner. You can horse collar in the tackle box, which is five yards on either side of center, all the way back to your own goal line or to the offensive team's goal line. Just the restate of that rule. Stretch handoff now to the right, and hip checked as he started the run. That was Chandler. Not much there. Run of two between the hashes to the 25-yard line. And Ty Chandler is at 100-plus. He's gone over the century mark. Tyson Williams, much better second half as BYU's gone to the ground a bit more. He has 12 for 64. So Tyson's gone from averaging 6.4 last week to 5.3 this week. Those are good numbers either way. He's been good. We've got tight bunch trips here, Greg. We'll see if there's a toss right. They've been doing that all second half. And that's toss right to the strength. And cartwheeled at the 25 as Peyton Wilgar... Just tea-kettled the running back Chandler. No gain, maybe a half yard. It'll go to third down and seven for Tennessee. What a play by Wilgar. Tremendous play there. Penetration beats the zone blocking schemes that Tennessee continues to run. Whether they're handing it off off tackle or they're running this little quick toss zone package, you have to, while maintaining your gap integrity, get penetration down the field. And that's what Wilgar was able to do. Setting up a big third and long here. Tennessee, three for ten is all on third downs. Third down and seven at the BYU 24. They're in field goal territory, and BYU would take a field goal try at this point. 
Garantano shotgun on a three-step. Pressure quickly. Lobs it for the end zone. Hand fighting in the end zone. Flag on Isaiah Heron. Pass interference and first down. Oh, but there's a flag also near the quarterback. Was that roughing? Three flags on the field right now. Will they both go against BYU? Hmm. Lots to uh, unpack here with uh, yellow flags all about the field. Referee Brandon Cruz will give us the call. This comes on a third and seven. Two fouls on the play by the defense. Personal foul, roughing the passer, number 90. That penalty's been high. Pass interference, number 11. That's a full 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. Automatic first down. Meaning first and goal. So Tennessee gets bailed out on the Isaiah Heron P.I. Penalty number six against BYU. And now the balls. First and goal to go from the nine. Mm. Couple tough things about that last play. Garantano threw the ball about five yards out of the end zone Not and out a great of the sideline. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Devin was looping in on a pass rush stunt, had a clear shot at the quarterback, but just arrived too late. BYU defenders show five at the line and now whistles and timeout Tennessee looks like. Jeremy Pruitt on the field. The ruling on the field that there was not targeting is under review. Now, I didn't did did they hear at the did they say at the end of the call it was targeting on the uh, on the roughing the passer? They did not, but that was I think Pruitt's argument, and so he's now. Oh, they're, they're reviewing to see if they're going to tack yes, it on. That's what okay. Pruitt was yelling at the refs about. Was he thought there was targeting by Devin Kafusi on Garantano? So timeout. We'll take it with 13:09 to play here in Knoxville, Tennessee 13, BYU 10. First and goal for the balls at the nine. After this, on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Ken Garf, located on University Parkway in Orem. Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience, so come visit our store today. We're back in Knoxville where they were reviewing a hit on the quarterback for targeting. At least that's what we thought, but haven't heard from the ref yet. After reviewing the play, it's been determined the roughing the passer also included a personal foul for targeting. Number 90 is disqualified by rule. The penalty enforcement is the same. Personal foul is declined. The pass interference is enforced a full 15 yards. Automatic first stop. So the review had to have come from the booth as Devin Kafusi is ushered off the field and he'll miss the first half of the USC game. So targeting and disqualification. And while Pruitt was on the field, it can't have come from the coach. The rule book states the replay official may create a targeting foul from the booth when the targeting action is clear and obvious and the foul is not called by the officials on the field. But such a review may not be initiated by a coach's challenge. So it has to have been from up top. Although Pruitt was on the field and that was a delay before the review was given. Either way, first and goal Tennessee at the BYU 9. In a three-point game, 13-09 to play. Tight end, wing back, and wide receiver right. Handoff goes right, and not much there. Maybe a yard, yard and a half for Eric Gray, who's forced back. Whistles blow as Thule flung Gray back a good five yards, following everything. Good job there by Bracken L. Bakri to shed his blocker and get his hands on the running back. Close that lane really quickly. Again, they had that tight end with the H back to the right, and they ran outside zone to the right. They have not been very creative here in the second half 
pretty much only running yeah. two run plays <laughs> yeah. and then a couple of play actions mixed in. Do it left, do it right, and see what Gray and Chandler can drum up. Second and goal, no gain, they say. Second and goal from the nine. Handoff, Gray, no pull away by Garantano. Garantano makes a man miss, gets to the five, and sets up third and goal from the five for Tennessee. And now the question becomes, as they went forward on fourth and three early in the game from the five, or thereabouts, is this four-down territory for Tennessee? A field goal keeps it a one-score game. Touchdown makes it two. And it feels like one of those games where two scores means a lot. Three of ten are the balls on third down. So third and goal from the BYU five for Tennessee leading by three, 13 to 10. We are three minutes in to quarter number four. Garantano goes gun. Gray to his right hip. Trips in a diamond cluster to the left. A triangle cluster. Garantano looks that way. Throws for the far pylon, and at the goal line, ball knocked down by Austin Lee. A second pass break up by Lee, either in the end zone or at the goal line tonight. He's played very well. Tremendous play by individual effort by Lee, but also tremendous scheme by BYU. Jawan Jennings has been their go-to player all night long, and they had him double-covered, knocking that pass down, forcing the field goal attempt. And so, a field goal would keep it a one-score game and make the score 16-10. to 11.43 to play. Semaglia is in, but BYU can take a lead with a touchdown. Should this be a field goal try and make from Semaglia? He's perfect on the season. This will be from 22. The kick is on its way. Flag flies. This is on fourth and five. It'll be interesting to see which way they call it. Greg, I saw a flinch on the offensive side, but the BYU player did cross over into the neutral zone. It's against BYU. And so... Offside. Defense was in the neutral zone with the snap. This penalty is declined. It's off of the play. is a successful field goal. Timeout on the field. Field goal good and score 16-10 to 10 with 11.41 to play. Timeout on the field. We're taking it. Ball's up six. BYU gets the ball after this on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tennessee 16 and BYU 10 is our score. Tennessee has scored on two drives of 14 plays or longer. Their touchdown drive to begin the game was 15 plays, 80 yards, 7.15 off the clock. This field goal scoring drive covered 14 plays, 77 yards, and 6.46 off the clock. And Tennessee, by the way, BYU struggling on third and short. Those are the only third downs Tennessee's converting. Tennessee's not converted a third down longer than three yards tonight. The field goal by Semeglia makes it 16-10. So, BYU gets the ball back, knowing a touchdown gives the Cougars the lead. Can the Cougars go against historical trends and win a low-scoring game? The Cougars could use a 14-play drive of their own. Their last three in the second half have been three plays, four plays, and three plays. Mm. Paxton Brooks approaching left to right, north to south. Deep kick through the end zone. Touchback, 25-yard line for BYU. 11.41 to play here at Neyland Stadium. BYU's had eight possessions. Tennessee's had eight possessions. Yeah, one of the things that needs to happen, Greg, is the the penalties in big moments. When you look at, you know, last game, a big third and 27 penalty tonight. We saw the we saw the targeting in addition to the pass interference. They're big moments, and these are young players. They've got to learn quickly and adapt 
and recognize the situation to not make a big mistake in those big moments. BYU's defense stiffened and kept it a one-score game, and that's huge right now. Shotgun splitbacks. Katoa and Tyson Williams. Play fake Zach. Steps up. Takes off. Brought down. And maybe a half yard as he got just beyond the original line of scrimmage for Daryl Taylor. Would bring him down. Second down and 10. And the BYU 25, maybe just beyond the 25, but nose of the ball just beyond the original line. It'll stay second and 10 as the ball body itself stays on the 25-yard line. Coach Jeremy Pruitt exhorting his defenders on the sideline as they throw hits to Simon, and Simon has the first down to the left side. On second and 10, gain of 12, 12 and a half yards, Micah Simon moves the sticks for BYU. Tremendous play call there. Get the ball, give an easy completion to Zach. He had free access down here to Simon. Really decisive, quick throw out there, and, and Micah did a great job of catching it and getting upfield for the first down. Wilson Gunn, tight end and trips to the right. Tyson Williams to his right hip. Play action, down and in Micah, and another first down. This will be the 47-yard line. So right at the line to game. Will they move the chains? They will set it back a yard. Will they They'll say second and very short, or they move it. They're moving it, first down. So right at the marker. 10 yards for Simon, so he goes 12-10 and 10 back to back, and BYU's rolling right now near midfield, down just six points. Zach Wilson, shotgun. He's got Tyson to his right. Option toss to Tyson. Tyson shooting a gap. Nine yards, ten yards on the run. Nine and a half, maybe just shy of the marker. Tyson Williams. Tremendous play call there, Greg. It was a little option look where Zach really hesitated, even took a little tiny step upfield to draw those linebackers towards him, pitched it outside to Williams, who got the edge for another nine. That's now four straight plays of nine to ten yards. Tyson, 13 carries, 73 yards, and a score. He's been a bright spot on the ground in each of BYU's first two games. Now pistol. Williams trails Wilson. Three-step for Zach. Zach wings it near side. Man open, makes the catch at the sideline. Who else? Micah Simon. He's been a preferred target of Zach Wilson, and that's a first down. That was on second down and one. Tyson, I make your pardon, Simon moves the sticks after the previous run by Tyson. Boy, Greg, you mentioned earlier in the broadcast that Micah seems to be embracing his moment. He's now a senior. He's been in so many of these games, and he has come up big in the first half, and now here again on the second half on this drive. Emmanuel Osupa checks in. Left hip of Wilson. First and 10. BYU driving it to the Tennessee 36. Looking to take a lead. Tennessee blitzes from the edge. They run against it with a super. He's got a gap. 30-25 yard line. First down. Cougars, an 11-yard run for Emmanuel Osupa. Give him 12 to the 24. You know, Greg, sometimes we make this game harder than it needs to be. Cougars came out in a 2 by 2 formation. Tennessee only left five defenders inside the box, which is an obvious call for a handoff. Osupa evaded a blitzer off the edge. And that left nobody there for him to tackle, and he wasn't touched till 12 yards down the field. And Soup stays in. First and 10, BYU at the Tennessee 24. Touchdown, ties it. PAT would take the lead. Handoff, Emmanuel Asupa. Drags tacklers. Drags him for a couple. Second down and eight. Clock rolls now to 8.48. Can the Cougars just find a way? It hasn't been the most artistic offensive game, but it's been a grinder. And the Cougars making big plays when they've mattered here in the second half. You know, Greg, I, the theme for me tonight, we were just talking about Micah Simon. Tyson Williams is a senior. Matt Bushman's a senior. If I'm Zach Wilson, I look to these elder statesmen to make plays for me in a big spot here on a drive where they need to put the ball in the end zone. Wilson to gun. Tyson to his left hip. Second down nine, they say, from the Tennessee 23. 
Fly sweep. They fake the emotion. Got him. Uh. Zach steps up, has to toss it, just flip it, shovel it to Mill. Mill makes the catch, but he's driven back from the 23 to the 25. So a loss on the play or very close to no gain at least from the original line of scrimmage. It'll go to third down and 11. It is a loss. So the shovel to Milne as a rescue. Third down, 11. BYU's down six. 7.45 to go. Ball to Tennessee, 25. They check in Katoa. The play clock down to 15. The Cougars, 4 of 10 on third downs. Third down, 11. At the ball's 25. BYU's down six. 16 to 10. Wilson shotgun. Quick drop, sprint right. Man gets in, evades to the sideline, and throws it away at the boundary. Was he hit? Out of bounds. No flag, no flag. And it stays an unflagged play. BYU throws it away on fourth down and 11 as Wilson was pressured to the boundary. It's a 42-yard field goal to make it a three-point game. And we may see an exchange of field goals. Semeglia moments ago, and now Oldroyd comes on to make it a three-point game. 16-10, 7.24 to go. BYU is attempting a Mountain America field goal. If the Cougars make it, Mountain America will donate another $500 to the American Red Cross. From the left hash, from Old Roy's viewpoint, from 42, kick on its way, and through for three, Jake Oldroyd. And 16-13 is our score with timeout on the field. 7-18 to play, and Jake Oldroyd on the season stays perfect. We're taking a break. Cougars down three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU football brought to you in part by Tucano's. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, seafood, or the award-winning unlimited salad festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. You can't get SEC football anywhere else. This has been spectacular. BYU's trailing right now, 16-13, to 13, but game day environment, stadium, the number of Cougar fans here. It's been a competitive game. A lot of fun, Riley. No question. And uh, I'll give a little shout-out. You know, we, we like our marching bands, but out here it is something else. The precision that the marching band had on the pregame and halftime, and they've done a good job, you know, kind of disrupting the BYU huddles, playing a lot during our offensive sets. But it all adds to the ambiance, and it's a, it's a night to remember, definitely. What a venue. The fourth largest in all of college football, and here are the Cougars. Giving Tennessee a game, down 16-13, to 7-18 to play in the fourth quarter. Skyler Southam will kick it off, and we'll get you our Utah Port Producers pigskin scoring summary from the last BYU scoring drive. Southam from right to left. South to north. Low driver into the end zone, through for a touchback. It is time now for the Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary. BYU goes 50 yards in 10 plays, 423 off the clock. It culminates in a 42-yard uh, Jake Oldroyd field goal. The Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, growing responsibly in Utah for over 25 years. For more information, visit utahporkproducers.org. Greg Rubel and Riley Nelson, your commentary duo upstairs. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field. We've got 7-18 to go in a three-point game. Jarrett Garantano trailed by Ty Chandler. BYU, zero turnovers on the night. Can they stay clean? A little reverse look to Jacquez Jones. 
Turns the corner far side and fashions an 11-yard run out of the end around. Not a true reverse, but an end around from right to left behind the formation for Jacquez Jones. And Tennessee moves the chains on. Nope, they call him just short. Look at that. He has stepped out a half yard shy of the first down. So at the 34, they place the ball second and inches for Tennessee. Want to take a quick moment to point out, Greg, you mentioned Zach Dog kind of went off with a limp arm. He is back in the game. That knows a defensive tackle for BYU. So glad to see that. One of five on the line for the Cougars. Cougars in white with blue. Tennessee orange with white. Stretch handoff to the right. First down and more. He got to the second level in a hurry. That's Ty Chandler. Side down, near side. And down to the 40, the 39 of BYU. Big gainer for Ty Chandler. It's a 26-yard run for the Volunteers. These zone cut, this outside zone that they've run no less than a dozen times here in the second half really is dependent on on if that guard-center combo block, if one of them can release up to the second level, and that's why that last one was so successful. The guard was able to come off the double team and got a decent block on Kavika Fanua, which sprung Chandler for the big game. With the clock ticking down, is it, it is imperative. The ball stay out of the end zone. Near hash. Stretch handoff left now. Chandler secures the ball well. Hesitates. Stutter step. Let things clear and has a gain of six on first down and ten. And now the clock and the score become co-factors. BYU down three. If Tennessee makes it a two-score game, things are going to get dicey. They keep into a field goal or get the ball back any other way. And the Cougars are where they need to be to have a shot here at Neyland. 5.55 and the clock is running. Second down four. Tennessee at the BYU 33. Garantano goes under center. His running back option is Eric Gray. No two-back looks tonight for Tennessee. Handoff Gray. Started off tackle, cut it off guard to the right side, but a minimal gain on second and four, just one. So third down and three, and Tennessee's converted nothing longer than a third and three tonight. On the night, Tennessee is three of 11, and they've all been short ones. They've converted third and one. They've converted third and three twice, and here it is, third and three from the BYU 32. You keep into a field goal, you're right there. Third and three. Balls. Ball between the hashes. Garantano gun. Gray to his right. Now the audible comes on a seven-second play clock. Garantano with twins to either side. Calls for the snap. The handoff is middle. And Gray's not going to get there. Got two. So the first third and short failure for Tennessee tonight. The BYU defense stiffens. Jackson Kofusi sets up fourth and one. And still no field goal unit. They're going to go. Tennessee says... If we're going to win this game, we're going to do it by converting and keeping the drive alive. BYU's done it before. Can they do it again? Tennessee, one for two on fourth end. BYU's got a fourth and one looking at them. Fourth and one from the 30. They need to get the 29. Garantano under center. Gray, the lone setback. Tight trips right. Play fake. End around to Palmer. And he did not get there, I don't think. His no, nope, he's not going to nope, get it. He's short, Greg. Short by a half yard at least. Tremendous play. Palmer on the end around. Wow, talk about overthinking yourself. Well short. BYU's going to get the ball back down three. 4.15 to play. There's no doubt about this one. They ran end around needing one yard. And Josh Palmer could never turn the corner. The tackle by Isaiah Kofusi. And BYU will take over on downs. You know, they were getting three and four yards. It was similar when BYU earlier had the third and one and decided to throw it. 
They were getting four yards on the outside zone. On that same play, yep. and they go they go away from it. They hand off to a running back and don't make it. Yep. So now the Short. BYU fans yep. are heard here in Neyland, and the Cougars take over. We'll call that a defensive UCCU smart decision. Here's a smart decision. The UCCU 4321 Cashback Rewards card, which gives you more cash back on the spending you do the most. UCCU, love where you bank. Here it is, 415 to play, and the Cougars can tie or take a lead. They're 70 yards away, but they're back in play. The defense did it again. Got the offense, the ball back. A fourth down stop, and here we go. First and 10, Cougs at their own 30. Zach in the gun. Tyson to his left. Tennessee showing blitz. They bring. Zach fires. It is incomplete. Contact with Hippo. No flags as Hippo was going to the seam. Down the near side. Second down and 10. Man blitz that time by the Tennessee defense. Uh, the O-line and running backs picked that up well. But there was a little bit of pressure as the line was getting pushed back into Zach's face. He did a good job letting out, but pretty tight man coverage. Second down, 10. Fourth the line for Tennessee. Oh, yeah, get Zach, it out there. option left. Pitch to Tyson. Tyson is hip-checked out to the 36-yard line. It'll be third down and four. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Down of the game for the Cougars right here. Third down four at the BYU 36. Cougars down three. 16-13. We have 3.45 to go. It's empty for Zach. Zach settles. Steps up. Takes off left. Backpedals. Throws. Incomplete. Incomplete near sideline. Fourth down and four. Intended for Micah Simon. But that play was running out of time and space. Two timeouts left here. I think uh, it looks the punt unit's lining up. I think you got to kick it. Trust your defense again to get you the ball back for one final shot. So the Cougars got the ball back after the fourth down hold, but did not move the chains. BYU punts it away. And then looks to get it back on defense. Both teams have two timeouts remaining with 3.39 to go. It's a three-point game. 16-13, balls lead it. Oldroyd to punt away. Couple steps to the right. Low driver, not terribly deep. It'll bounce in front of the returner, bounce in BYU's favor, and get all the way down to the 20-yard line. So, Tennessee football, first and 10 from the 20. We stay right here with it. So for the Vols, it's all about forcing BYU to stop the clock by moving chains. For BYU, three and out. It's got to be three and out. And we got ourselves into a third and manageable and a third and four. You mentioned our struggles earlier in the broadcast on third and short. Third and four is technically a third and medium. Um, But again, didn't seem to be able to manufacture a play that uh, created a clean look for Zach. Got to give Tennessee's defensive front some credit. Uh, because they did a good job. Zach did try to break the pocket, make something happen, but uh, they neutralized it, threw Time, it away. Timeout with 3.25 to go. BYU down three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Mortgage rates are down, so now is the perfect time to talk to a UCCU mortgage expert about refinancing and lowering your monthly payments. Visit uccu.com. First down and 10, Tennessee at the Vols' 20-yard line. They lead BYU 16-13, 3.25 to play, and the handoff is to Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler 
Runs that play for Riley that we've been seeing a lot of in this game. Runs it left this time and got four yards on it. Tight bunch to the left, t- quick toss left. They've run that in the outside zone with the H-back. No, and I'm not exaggerating here. I'm probably 75% of the plays in the second half. Chandler, 146 yards on the ground. Zach Moss went big last week. Chandler big this week. One of the few double back situations as they load it with a power eye, or at least a straight eye look, with strength to the right, the tosses to the right, fullback leading the way, and Ty Chandler on second down and six, moves the sticks for Tennessee, the run right for eight, and now is looking at the clock and timeouts remaining. The clock will stop to move the chains, and they already got the one first down. They're going to force BYU to stop the clock. Cougars have two timeouts. Clock is running, 225 and counting here in the fourth. Ten- Tennessee's definitely in burn mode. They, uh, Garantano Tano was waiting for the clock to get down to five seconds before he got under center and snapped the ball. Yeah, the quickness of these backs have proven to be a huge you know, factor for the Tennessee offense, and you've got to have for pursuit because every time they make a cut, you've got to have a second guy ready to make those tackles. Play clock down to three, down to two, toss right on one. Chandler or Gray that time. I think it was Chandler again. It was indeed with a run for no gain. Timeout by BYU. One, no, no timeout yet. I thought I heard a whistle. I was hearing a whistle too. Yeah, I th- I th- it, it's I th- a timeout. Think, the water people are coming right. out. I think they should add a couple seconds to the clock here. Second charge timeout for BYU. Timeout on the field. Please reset the game clock to one minute fifty nine seconds. One fifty nine on the game clock, please. Yep. So we heard the whistle a good five seconds after they stopped the clock. So 159, they'll put five seconds on. We'll stay right here with it. So BYU has not scored enough points to expect to win the game. They're at 13. The last time BYU beat a P5 with fewer than 21 points was Kalani Sitake's first game as BYU head coach. The Cougars on a Jake Oldroyd field goal defeated Arizona 18-16. to BYU's only P5 wins since have come on 38 or 31, 28, 28, and 24 points. The last time BYU won a game of any kind while scoring fewer than 21 was against Portland State to open the 2017 season. The last FBS opponent to fall to BYU with fewer than 21 was the win at Cincinnati in 2016 when the Cougars won 20-3. Generally speaking, it's hard to win these kinds of games for BYU. It's 16-13, Tennessee. 159 to play, and the Cougars have stopped the clock. They can do it one more time. It is Tennessee second and 10 at the ball's 32. That last play to Chandler was a rush for no gain, but his previous two rushes gained 12 yards and moved the sticks. Chandler stays in. BYU's got to find a way to hold on this series or otherwise get the ball back. BYU down three, under two to play. Tyson Williams has the only two touchdowns of the season for BYU. He played on this field before, and he's had a good game on this field tonight. 14 carries for 79 for Tyson. But now it's Tennessee running the football. And caught from behind on the run to the right. And that is Kyrus Tonga making the tackle as that run went right. And BYU stops the clock again. The running back was Chandler. And he was wrapped up. This is the third Kyrus Tonga. timeout of the half for BYU. 30-second timeout. The clock will be reset. One minute and 56 seconds. 
BYU has elected to take a full 60-second timeout. So it is literally down to one play. If Tennessee converts third and 13, the game is over. BYU cannot stop the clock. Tennessee can kneel the clock out. Should the Cougars get the ball back? Should Tennessee come shy of the line to gain or otherwise a turnover? BYU will have less than two minutes to go and a chance to tie or take a lead. You would think position to tie down 16 to 13, but either way, it is down to one play, and it's a long play for the Vols, Riley. Third down and 13. They've only converted third downs of third and three or shorter. They've missed on third and four three times. Third and five twice. Third and six once. Third and 14 once. Third and 19 once. They've not made this kind of down all night. If they don't make it here, BYU gets the ball back with hopefully some magic to happen. Yeah, so what, essentially what you're telling me is if I'm on the offense for BYU, I'm saying they're going to run a play here. It's going to run about six to eight seconds off the clock. We're sitting at 156, then they can run 40 off the play clock. We should expect to get the ball back somewhere around our own 25 to 30-yard line with a minute 10 left and no timeouts. Needing to get to about the 30 or 35. Garantano's under center. Chandler the lone setback. BYU five at the line. The run goes left. Nothing. Maybe three max. The play clock is now yet to run. Now it starts running. That was and a little bit of home field. Yeah, there, were, there, were, there was two or three seconds where the play clock did not run and the game clock did. So it'll be down to about 110 when the Cougars get the ball back. And they will need to get to the 30 or 35 to give Jake Oldroyd a shot to tie the game should they not get into the end zone, which would be, of course, the most desirable outcome. But generally speaking, you're playing for three. At least three. Needs to be the rallying cry. 120 to play. Aleve Hifo awaits. And Tennessee will likely let this thing run down and call one of its two remaining timeouts. Play clock to two to one. Timeout Tennessee with 109 remaining. So it's a three-point game. Second charge timeout. See 30-second timeout. It is a three-point game, and BYU gets the ball back on offense with we roughly when this plays over a minute to go. Possession time is Tennessee's plus eight minutes tonight. But won't matter much if BYU can use a minute to get into position for a score. You know, Greg, you got to be thinking touchdown. I mean, obviously you need a field goal to keep this game going, but on the road, overtime games heavily favor the home team. So they should be in a pretty decent position to be able, I mean, to go 70, 75 yards, depending on where this punt ends up in a minute, is not undoable. You've got to be thinking score the whole way. Aleva Hifo awaits between his 15 and 20-yard line. Joe Doyle will kick it away. The snap to Doyle, cleanly handled. Punt away, high but short. Fair catch Hifo, 16-yard line. It wasn't that short by the end. It was more, more or less where he was setting up. Right. So it's an 84-yard field, but they don't need all of it to get the position for a game-tying score. 61 seconds remain. Matt Bushman has not caught a ball in the second half. He is a big yardage guy. The things you're reminding as a quarterback, the things you're reminding your teammates is we got to get the first first down. No sacks allowed. That's mostly on you as you have to evade them or get rid of the ball. And, of course, no turnovers. If you catch it, wideouts, hold on to the ball, get down, hustle to the ball, run the next play. Zach Wilson, shotgun. Tyson Williams to his right. Twins left and right. Zach steps up. Flag flies as Zach tries to shovel it to the sideline. He was well out of the pocket. 
Man, that's really tough on a three-man rush. It looks like they're going to get called for a holding here. Holding. Offense. Number 69. Half the distance to the goal from the previous spot. It's first down. To the eight-yard line. First down and 18 for BYU. Under a minute to go. 54 seconds. Officials timeout for injury. Tennessee player down. Lower extremity. It's been a warm day. Not a terribly humid day or night, but maybe enough to cramp up a ball late. So this happens with 54 seconds to play in BYU. Down three. Facing now a 92-yard field. They don't need all 92. Jake Oldroyd, they say, is good. And I've seen the leg. He's good from 50-plus. BYU hasn't made a field goal of 50-plus in 13 years. We gave you the number a little earlier tonight. It's been thousands of days since BYU. 4,000-plus, you said earlier. 4,697 days if you don't include today. If you do include today... It has been 4,698 days since BYU last kicked a field goal of 50 yards or longer. Will it come tonight? Will it have to come tonight? We shall find out in the next 54 seconds. First and 18, BYU back at the 8. Tyson Williams to the right of Zach Wilson. Tennessee brings three, drops eight. Zach throws downfield, and it is at the sideline. Knocked down, was it picked off? Just knocked out of bounds. Broken up by the balls at the boundary. Quaveras Crouch thought, I had, thought he might have had the INT for a quick second there. The ball's knocked down at the sideline. Zach's 0 for his last four. That's his first string of four straight incompletions all night. And BYU now facing second and 18 from the eight. 47 seconds to go. With the game on the line, you got three downs to get the first down. Again, the first first down is the hardest one to get. Zach, that last throw was beyond the sticks. You got to just chip away at this thing. Otherwise, you're not going to get any momentum. Empty for Wilson. No backs in the set. Backpedals to his goal line. Offensive line does well. Now pressure. Zach does well to avoid it. The 10, the 15. Stays on his feet. Gets knocked down shy of the 20. The clock rolls. No timeouts. No timeouts. The clock's at 30 seconds. Third down and seven for BYU. So much time going off the clock. 20-yard line. BYU back to the line. Down to 20 seconds. Wilson in the gun. BYU's 80 yards away from the end zone. 50 yards away from field goal territory. A step up by Wilson. Deep man is open! It's caught by Simon! Oh, yeah, He's playing the 40! The Cut 35 back, 30! 25-20! 15 yards! You gotta line. hustle! You gotta hustle! You gotta the clock clock will it. stop. The clock Seven will stop seconds. to move the chain. Seven seconds to go. The clock will stop. Simon was open and Wilson found him. Tremendous patience moving around in the pocket, keeping his eyes downfield. And the Cougars clock it with five seconds to oh go. Oh, my goodness. Two seconds to run off the clock. Come on. We're getting the home field clock here. But tremendous job by Zach Wilson. Staying alive against the three-man rush, keeping his eyes downfield. The corner had given up on the play, allowing Micah Simon to be streaking down the field wide open. He made a cutback move against the free safety, which allowed him to run for about another 30 yards, setting the Cougars up uh, second and 10 after the spike longest on the play 16. Of the, longest play of the year for BYU, 64 yards. Micah Simon now 7 for a buck 27. And BYU clocks it. What a time for the longest play of the game, or longest play of the year, eh? And Jake Oldroyd now on to tie the game and send us to overtime. BYU will be attempting a Mountain America Credit Union field goal. If the Cougars make it, Mountain America will donate another $500 to the American Red Cross. 
the last time the BYU Cougars won a low-scoring game against a P5 like this, Jake Oldroyd kicked the field goal to win it. Now, Oldroyd has the field goal to tie it and take us into an extra session. 16-13, Tennessee leads it, five seconds to go, and BYU, having clocked it, will set Oldroyd up for a 33-yard field goal from the right hash to get the game to overtime. Jake Oldroyd, perfect on the year, lines it up from the right. The right-footed kicker to square the game. Snap, hold, kick on its way. Money. It is through for three. Jake the make does it again. One second on the clock. Ice in his veins, Greg. That possession was backed up to the Cougar 8-yard line in the final minute. Wilson to Simon for 64, and then Jake Oldroyd from 33, and we are going to OT. One second remains on the clock. BYU in overtime, all time, is 6-5. I tell you what, I give Micah Simon the nickname of Big Play Micah or First Down Micah. It seems like every time he catches the ball, he's been a huge factor so far this season. Super proud of Micah, his senior year, just coming out, making huge plays, game-deciding plays for the Cougars. He's been targeted eight times tonight, seven catches for a buck 27. Simon says, OT. The last overtime game BYU played resulted in a win over a team from the SEC. Mississippi State in Provo 2016. BYU won it 28-21. Can they do it again? Skyler Southam to kick it away in a 16-16 game. And he's going to low squib it. Picked up by the balls at the 20. A knee, and the game will go to overtime. Zeros on the clock. So BYU feels. This is the end of regulation. Time out on the field. Like it's already picked up a win of sorts. The win to get you to a chance to really win it in OT. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the first overtime. 16-16 after 60 minutes of play on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here.